This is a daily reading of the Snowbird Advent Guide. We hope this content encourages you throughout this Christmas season. This is day 23, entitled Zechariah's Prophecy. Begin by reading Luke 1, 67-80 in personal study. This is the word of the Lord. And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day of his public appearance to Israel. Zechariah's prophecy is one long sentence. It is often called the Benedictus from its first word in the Latin Vulgate. His prophecy begins with the same word, blessing, that Mary's song did, as well as psalms and prophecies in the Old Testament. As a priest, Zechariah would have been intricately aware of the words he's choosing. He launches into a plethora of reasons that the Lord is worthy of honor and praise. The God of Israel has visited and redeemed his people. This name, God of Israel, is used in both the Old and New Testaments. God himself has come. Jesus is no slave, servant, or messenger. He's the very Son of God, God in the flesh. Jesus came from the line of David, and he was spoken of by the prophets of God. Jesus was both servant and prophet, but these were not his most accurate descriptions. He is the Savior and Redeemer, spoken of in 2 Samuel 22.3 and Psalm 18.2, which says, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. Zechariah ties Jesus' coming not only to David's line, but also to the Abrahamic covenant. Holy covenant, the oath that he swore to our father Abraham. Zechariah brings so much clarity to Christ's messianic advent that many others completely missed. Christ's fulfillment of his covenant stretches far beyond mere earthly kingdoms. There's more at stake here than conquering pagan armies and world peace. The desires that his people might serve him without fear motivated and empowered by grace rather than the worldly fear that typified false gods. Christ came to conquer the more powerful and persistent enemies of pride, self, Satan, and sin. His purpose in coming was to make his people holy and righteous eternally, not merely freedom from early rulers. God's people have been shown infinite mercy. The Lord has visited and redeemed his people. Luke 7.16 says, Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people. 
In verses 76 through 79, Zechariah directs his prophecy toward his new son, better known as John the Baptist. John will be known as the prophet of the Most High. We hear Jesus and others confirm this reality. John serves as the last human prophet before Christ, who is the final prophet. He prepared the way for the Lord himself to come by preaching salvation through the forgiveness of sins. Jesus Christ, the light of the world, is the sunrise that would come to visit us from on high. Jesus is the very light that pierces darkness to deliver those sitting in the shadow of death. Those who trust in his name as the only way of salvation are guided into the way of peace. So here is our application. Jesus came to rescue us from our enemies. When you hear this statement, where does your mind immediately turn? Do you think of good health, kind neighbors, and politicians that favor Christian morals? Ask the Lord to turn your eyes toward the reality of sin in your own heart, and remember that He came to rid you of its death grip on you. Sin ravishes and terrorizes every area of life, personal and social. So don't make the mistake of the Pharisees and look for an earthly king. Remember Christ's purpose for saving his people. We are designed and called to serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness for eternity. Christ came so that we might abide in him without the barrier of sin standing between us. He has torn the curtain, he has broken down the dividing wall built by our conscious rejection of his lordship. If you're already a follower of Christ, make a list of enemies that Jesus has rescued you from, internal and external. If you don't yet trust in Jesus as your Lord, then make a list of enemies that you need deliverance from. The Lord's mission is to bring us back into a pure and whole relationship with Him, like before Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden. Thanks for listening. Please visit swoutfitters.com slash advent to find the complete guide and daily advent posts. We pray you and your family can rest deeply in Christ's coming this Christmas.